Hello, and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and we have been jogging alongside each other for a while now, and it's such a joy for me to have you here again today as we get to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, as you know, which is equipping dads to be the dad and the hero that they want to be and that their kids need them to be. And though my specialization is more with dads and daughters, I know because I've heard from you that these principles apply to your sons, even to your wives, a lot of times the things you're learning, and even to people at work. So thank you for taking the time today to join me and to let this conversation between the two of us take place. So today, On Your Mark, as you know, every week, On Your Mark is Set Go is the template, and the different topics hang on that same grid. On your mark, you're all lined up, dads alongside dads, getting ready to run the race in your fathering goals. And so the topic today, On Your Mark, as I'm your coach, is father hunger, what your daughter is starving for. And maybe you've never thought about that concept of father hunger. Maybe this is a new one for you. But I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit of my own story, as well as some of the stories of others around this topic. So this really is, now that we're stepping into the get set part of the conversation, which is I'm filling in the concept with stories and stats, because I'm wanting as you get, you know, picture yourself at a race, like getting down, you're getting set into position. You've got to know a lot of the parameters of where you're running, where your lane is, you got the right clothing on, right? Can you picture that? And so this is about wanting to break down the concept so that you really know where you're headed. Does that make sense? Okay, so today the topic, father hunger, what your daughter is starving for. So as we talk about father hunger today, I want you to know that the reason that this is really close to my heart and the reason I I know that this is hopefully, or I believe it will touch your heart is because I want you to know this is my own story, is I had an eating disorder through most of my 20s and it was called binge eating disorder. And maybe you have a daughter or someone in your family or one of your, your kid's friends who has an eating disorder and you've thought, I have no idea what that's about. And though that's not the whole goal of our conversation today is to just talk about eating disorders, it's to talk about father hunger and deeper needs in children, right? For their father, they hunger for dad. They're starving for dad in many ways. It sometimes plays out in eating disorders or other addictions, but I wanted to open up my story with you and tell you a little bit about that as well as kind of setting a groundwork for this topic because even though my dad and I have had a good relationship, I do have abuse, sexual abuse from my grandfather. And it even though I would say mine is, you know, grandfather hunger, if you want to call that or or hit or a hit to my development or my, you know, this abuse shaped me in such a way that it left a deep void that messed me up for a lot of times. My 30s were pretty much spent in counseling. I'm not kidding you. It was a tough decade. But I look back now and say, I know that I wouldn't be here today had I not been through that. And that's what I want to really bring today to this conversation is that's why this is so near and dear to my heart. So for the past 20 years in my counseling office, I've been working alongside men and women who have eating disorders. I taught at Lewis and Clark in their graduate eating disorder department for many years. I've also done research. I I did my dissertation for my doctorate on this topic on eating disorders and self-forgiveness. I've published research. So this has been an area that has been very, very close to me because it's 
It's my story. And that's why I wanted to open this up today to talk about how you as a dad can have more awareness of perhaps a hunger deeper in your daughter, your son too, than they could ever voice. Because that's really what we're talking about today is you as a dad being equipped to meet needs in your kids, even if they don't know what they are. Does that make sense? So I even asked my dad and my mom this week if they knew I had an eating disorder through my entire 20s. So what would that have been? I guess that would have been the 70s. So let's think about that. I mean, life, for all of you that are close to my age, life was very different then, wasn't it? So my parents both said they never would have known I had binge eating disorder. They just noticed my weight gain. I gained about 50 pounds in that season. Yes, it was awful. That's another talk for another day. But I'm telling you, it was a rough decade. And I'm telling you, through all of that process, my parents just thought, oh, well, you know, she's gained weight. Who doesn't? Who doesn't go up and down in size? But they also say we were ignorant back then because no one talked about it. And I've even spoken a couple years at Lincoln High School here in Portland where I spent a whole day with their student body. And all six class periods, they circled in in different smaller groups through their auditorium. And what I was told, because the whole day, both years were just on eating disorders, is the nurses said, we've had more kids come forward than we ever have. And they were saying, we never thought we could talk about it. But now that it's out in the open, we're bringing this up. And so dads, today, if you're listening, a mom, maybe you want to have your husband or a, a dad, you know, listen to this, is dads, it's okay to bring this topic up. Maybe you can say, let's listen to Michelle's program again. Go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I've got repeat episodes on there. You can listen to it because we need to be talking about this topic of eating, of deeper issues that are leading how we eat, because that's really not the issue. It's the deeper things underneath that impact our patterns with food. And oftentimes there is a father hunger. So I want you dads to be informed, okay? So this grid of understanding that we're talking about today is father hunger. And there's a social worker named Heather Forbes that says it this way, behind every behavior, there is an unmet need. That's a pretty good statement, isn't it? Behind every behavior, there is an unmet need. So it seems like it's wisdom to talk about unmet needs in your daughters, don't you think? Okay, well, like I said, I love giving you stories and stats. So listen to this. I read an article that said, after this company did research, they said the number one wish of girls in the U.S. is to be thinner. Can you believe that? It wasn't to change the world or to find their purpose or to love better. Their number one wish was to be thinner. Here's another one. In 1995, 34% of high school girls in the U.S. thought they were overweight, but now 90% of U.S. teens are concerned about body shape. So this, dads, is an issue that your daughters are dealing with, whether or not they tell you about it. Most of the girls and women that I've worked with do not talk to their dads about these things, and they need to. Here's another stat. 63% of teenage girls admit to thinking about improving their daughter, excuse me, improving their body in some way every single day. 63%. See, this is on our minds as Venusians, right? We're from Venus every single day. The last stat I'll tell you about is that self, maybe you've seen when you go through the checkout line that there's a magazine called Self, okay, Self Magazine. And the reason that I love this study is because it wasn't done like on a college campus 
with that population, it was open to all women in the U.S. who wanted to vote in. Actually, let me say this. I believe it was worldwide. And over 4,000 women responded. And they found out that 75% of women reported either disordered eating behaviors or symptoms consistent with an eating disorder. That means that three out of four women have an unhealthy relationship with food or their bodies. And like I told you guys, this is my personal story, having struggled with an eating disorder through my 20s. And I can tell you, honestly, God has brought a ton of healing into my life around this area. I think in some ways, you know, maybe my relationship with food is still somewhat impacted by that decade. But for the most part, I have had a pretty much stable weight through all of my most, you know, most of my mid-30s on. So for the past 20 years, there's been so much healing in that area. So healing is possible. So if you're just joining us today, my name is Dr. Michelle Watson, the Dad Whisperer, and I'm author of a book called Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. And I want to put that resource into your hands, Dad, so that when you say, I don't quite understand or I don't know what to say, I've written scripts in the back that you can read verbatim to open up deeper dialogue with your daughters. My website, drmichellewatson.com, has free resources. You can sign up for my bi-monthly Dad-Daughter Friday blog. And you can always write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. I love hearing from you. So we're talking today, the On Your Mark line is title, Father Hunger, What Your Daughter is Starving For. So there is actually a book that is called Father Hunger. Isn't that something? Subtitle, Fathers, Daughters, and the Pursuit of Thinness by Dr. Margot Main. She's a clinical psychologist. She's someone that I've connected with a little bit here and there. And it is really a profound book. Now, as an aside, dads, there is not a book called Mother Hunger. I have looked for it. It doesn't exist. And I'm looking at it right now. It's here in in my hand, Father Hunger, Fathers, Daughters, and the Pursuit of Thinness. Now, she talks about the first time that she remembers having a client with an eating disorder, and she thought to ask this particular person about her relationship with her dad. And she said what blew her away was that this gal said that she really believed that if she had a different body, then her dad would notice her more and she would have his attention. And that's where things begin to pop open for her, that a common dimension to eating disorder symptomatology is that daughters are needing more from dad, which launched her then to write a book called Father Hunger. She, in her book, dispels myths about the dad-daughter relationship and things that men think like, okay, eating disorders are something moms need to deal with or eating disorders only happen to women. So it's an awesome read. But I want to read you one section in her book because it's really profound that defines father hunger. Here's what she says. All children long for a close, loving relationship with their fathers. They are born with an innate drive to connect with them. Children literally yearn for this connection, and fathers have a capacity to respond. But then she says, often, however, this yearning is not acknowledged, and the need for a bond with the father grows. Then she defines father hunger. She said that it is a deep, persistent desire by all children for emotional connection with their father. And like physical hunger, unsatisfied emotional hunger does not disappear. Instead, it grows and grows. 
Adults who have not found a way to relate to their fathers or resolve their feelings of loss may continue to suffer this hunger indefinitely. They bring their longing to new relationships when they become spouses and parents. In this way, father hunger is passed down through generations. Although it is rarely identified, discussed, or confronted, it becomes a shared experience that we have come to accept as a normal aspect of our culture. She goes on to say, we have adapted to our father hunger despite the suffering it causes, especially to daughters. Isn't that powerful? So here's the question. Are you with me yet then in seeing how dads are a key part of a daughter's health and well-being? Now, here's another fact, because I love giving you guys stats. You guys have told me we love bullet points. We love numbers. Is the American Journal of Preventive Preventative, there's a word to say 10 times, medicine, in January of 2006 said, daughters who perceive that their fathers care a lot about them and daughters who feel connected to their fathers have significantly fewer instances of body dissatisfaction. Did you catch that? If your daughter perceives that you as a dad care a lot about her and she feels connected to you, she will have less body dissatisfaction, and this study went on to say less depression. She, your daughter, if she feels connected to you, will have better self-esteem, lower substance use, and she will have a healthier weight. So key information to know, isn't that? That your daughter will do better with her body image, with her weight, as you as a dad are filling up the hunger that she has inside to be known by you, to be affirmed by you, to be validated by you. And you know, another story I wanted to tell you is about my friend Constance. She's the founder of an organization that is a Christian ministry for those with eating disorders. She's got hundreds, if not thousands, of videos on her website, and the organization is called Finding Balance. So here she is, an accomplished author, written numerous books. She's a musician, a national speaker and leader. And yet, in an email dialogue that she and I had, I want to read you what she wrote because her dad had the courage about a year and a half ago at Hungry for Hope conference that I spoke at. They sat there on the platform and dad was willing to admit his faults before an entire conference about how he hadn't met his daughter's needs. Here's what she said to me in an email. She said, my dad said, I wish I could be more involved in your life. And I said to him, you can be as involved as you want to be. To which he, of course, responded with how busy he is and how impossible it was for him to come see me, even though he can manage to travel to Africa for three weeks. She said to me, he doesn't get what impact and blessing he could have if he would come to pursue a relationship with me and my family. She said, it's all about what he can, quote, do for the kingdom in the next 20 years before he dies, if he lives to 80. She said, so that he can really, she put in caps, have had a life worth living. Oh my word, this almost brings me to tears now, which was exactly what happened at the conference. I mean, we were all in tears because they were in tears up front reading this email dialogue because what I said is, Constance, write your dad, send this dialogue we're having via email to him. He's got to hear the pain to your heart that he's giving by investing in ministry and in other pursuits more than you. She said, he just doesn't get it. I wish he did. Then she added one other thing that has been the biggest thing for me is affirmation. 
He never gives it. And I think that is why I'm never sure I matter. He is available in a variety of ways. He's there if I want to talk, but he's not affirming. Then she ended with four powerful words, big hole for me. Now, Constance had anorexia very severely in her 20s. She was a musician. She was in Nashville. She had a contract. And yet, despite all of the outward success, she said, I had a big hole in my heart for my dad. Do you see how her story rings true with this concept of father hunger? It's a really big thing that daughters deal with. I want to read you now just a little excerpt from a new book that just came out by my best friend's husband, Dave Patty. And the book is called Father God Daring to Draw Near. Now, what was so cool when I opened up this book, because I, I know a lot about, Dave and I have talked a lot about this concept over the past few years of fathers and the role God the Father plays in healing. But I didn't know that he was going to have a chapter called Father Hunger, which is really a passion area for me as well. I know I keep saying passion because this whole fathering and Father God thing is really is what I'm passionate about, as you know now. But I want to read you an excerpt out of that second chapter called Father Hunger. Dave writes it this way. Okay, he says, Psychiatrist Dr. James Schaller noted a common theme in his counseling sessions. Here it is. He noted the depth of hunger that men and women feel for fathering, even with those in their 60s and 70s who have told me of the hunger and the longing they still feel. And I would imagine that for those of you that are listening right now, whether you're a man or a woman, that even in adulthood, we're still longing for our dads to affirm, to invest, to be proud of us. It never goes away. And this Dr. James Schaller said in his book, The Search for Lost Fathering, as Dave noted in this chapter, Schaller observes, often the need is hidden like a deep river of water flowing under the surface. The hunger may be out of sight but it is never gone. I have heard hundreds of people tell me what they want from their life. After we get beyond the superficial, they say something like this. I want my father to call and talk to me, or I want my father to stop drinking and come home. I need him so much. This author goes on to say, after more time, the deepest waters break through to the surface, the hunger, the longing, and then the disappointments begin to come forth. I wish my dad were alive, or dad, I feel so weak without you. I wish I could lean on my dad the way I used to, and on it goes. He said, most of these people are highly functioning members of their communities. They are respected in their relationships. They are responsible employees. Nevertheless, they obviously have unresolved pain associated with their fathers. They thirst for father water. I loved that concept. I've actually not heard of that before. I've, I've heard a lot about father hunger, but I love this juxtaposed concept of father thirst. And he went on to say, they have been left with a void, an injury, a psychic thirst that only a father can quench. And he said, I have become increasingly convinced that this is nearly universal. And Dave Patty in his book went on to say, Shaller recognized that none of us can afford to ignore the presence of our father thirst. So here's what I want to say to you dads is whether you have a father hunger or a father thirst of your own, why not make a decision today to turn the tide in your family of of change, turn the trajectory so that you now say, 
I want to be an invested dad who dials into the heart space of my daughter, who tunes into the need that's unspoken in her and in my son. Does that make sense? I get that it, it may be that you don't always know what to do or know how to do it, but it's that you're saying, God, help me tune into the unspoken needs, the hidden needs, because even if you don't know what they are, listen to the women in your life. Maybe ask them, what could I do to better dial in? Because I don't always know how to get it right. Because usually women have a finger on the pulse because they're hearing from their kids. I wish dad was home at night, or I wish dad would eat dinner with us, or I wish dad would take me out one-on-one. I have never heard kids that don't want that one-on-one. In fact, I just talked to some fifth and sixth grade girls recently, and I said, would you want a dad-daughter date? They were like, ooh, gross. But I said, what if it was just time with him? If he wanted to go out with you one-on-one, would you want that? Yep, 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 we'd want that. See, there's a hunger there. There's a hunger there in every daughter. I want to read you now an excerpt from a another daughter that that I've gotten to know who is named Krista. She's given me permission to share her story. And I'm just going to read you a little bit. And she wrote this looking back at high school when she was 23 years old saying, I grew up with an unsupportive father. He appeared to be the perfect dad to outsiders, but I had to live with the truth of his lies every day. From the time I was four years old, he would leave us every time my mom and him had a disagreement. He cheated on my mom at least four times from the time I was in middle school through college. Then she said this made me feel completely unprotected in my own home because the one man in my life who was supposed to be there wasn't, and he ran out on my family. He told my sister and I that men were better than women and that women could never amount to the same things men could. Now listen to this. He was constantly critical of all of us in our weight as well. She goes on to say that she did have an eating disorder in high school. And I'm not here, you guys, to blame dads. That isn't it at all. But I'm wanting you to be aware of the correlation that the more your daughters feel connected to you and feel your love for them, your unconditional acceptance of them wherever they're at in their body weight continuum, your daughters will have more self-confidence. And remember, if your daughters are probably between the ages of nine-ish and 12, in, in maybe a couple years on either side, there will be more body weight prepubescent seasons of time. Bodies do tend to get thicker. And once she starts you know, menstruation and that kind of thing, her body will even out. So dads, be careful in those years to still affirm and never tease about body weight. So here's the deal. You know that every time we meet, we talk about on your mark, get set, go. I want to give you an action step. And maybe you today are saying, I don't know how to meet the father hunger in my daughter. I agree with you that God is the best father to meet the need. Because even Philip in John 14, 8 said, show us the father and that will be enough for us. Yes, I believe that God himself as a father meets the deepest need, but you as an earthly dad model God the Father to your children, and you're helping to make him more accessible to them too. So here's the deal for the go part. On your mark today, as you know, the title is Father Hunger, What Your Daughter is Starving For. Get set. We've just talked about stories and stats. Now here's the go part. Okay, this might sound silly, but I'm trying to make it practical. Okay, when you go to the doctor, and you stick out your tongue to be examined, you say, ah, right? You stick out your tongue, ah, and they're looking in. 
So I'm going to give you four words because we're talking about the mouth. Hunger, right? Like food. So I'm doing a correlation here to make it more memorable. And I'm going to talk about four A's, four ways that you can invest in your daughters, okay? And they're your daughter or your son's hunger. From you, your girls need one, affirmation. She's starving for your affirmation. Make sure you affirm inner beauty and outer beauty. Acceptance is number two. Another A. She needs to know that you accept her unconditionally because out there, she is getting beat up all the time by looks other girls give her, by comments that are made that make her feel less than. So dad, let her know you love her unconditionally and accept her. Number three, affection. Maybe you're a dad that goes, oh, I'm not so into the affection thing. Well, grow in it. Okay, maybe that's too harsh. But really, your daughter needs to know what safe touch feels like from you. Find ways that you can be affectionate with her. So if she's not into touch, or you're gonna squeeze her toes or you know, kiss her on the top of her head. If she can handle hugs, go for it. And the fourth one is alliance. Your daughter will thrive when she knows that you and she are aligned and that there's an alliance between the two of you. So dads today, the go part of this topic, father hunger, is find, stick out your tongue, ah, you know, four A's, ah, affirmation, acceptance, affection, alliance. Which one of those four do you, between today and next Monday, need to put into action? If it's affirmation, you can write it out, you can speak it, you can text it. Acceptance, listen to what her day was like and let her know that you feel with her. Affection, that might be where you need to grow this week. Look for ways that you can hug her and kiss her on the top of her head. Let her sit on your lap if that's your thing, you know, saying it's okay to be cuddled by me, an alliance. Let her know that you're for her, you're cheering her on, pray with her. Maybe that's a way you want to connect. But do one of those things. Write me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com and let me know how it goes. It's been great to talk with you today. You can always find out more about me and resources that are free at drmichellewatson.com and go dads.